Welcome back, Patriots. You are on the Patriot Cause. I have a very, very special guest for you tonight. This individual looked inside himself and realized that the political party that he was part of is not the values that are within him. I'm going to uh, let him explain to you the details of how he changed his mind into believing what is the truth. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the Patriots way. This is the gunny. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. I have a very special guest on the show today, and he has a unique perspective in his life and a perspective on the culture and the values and things that are happening in America. He, he understands uh, what's going on and has a very unique perspective in explaining to us how we make changes in our lives, how we focus on different things and how those things are affected to us. His name is Keith Barber. He is a supporter or volunteer for Convention of States, which is, a, as you know, organization that I'm part of. And what, I'm, what I would like to do with Keith is have you introduce yourself, tell us about you, and tell us your story. All right. Well, thank you, bud. Thank you for having me on. It's an honor to be on the show. Um, I guess just a little bit of background. I'll try and keep it brief. Uh, when I was younger, you know, grew up, was taken to church every Sunday, so I got to know the Lord very early. Uh, then spent most of my teens and 20s running as far and fast from him as I could. Uh, and during that time, I mean, it led me, I, you know, went through the normal identity crises and all that and went on being a hippie for a while. And that led me to, you know, having a heart and wanting to take care of everybody, understanding community and that kind of stuff. So wasn't really politically active till later on in life, but come this wonderful, very silver, uh, silver tongued candidate called Barack Obama got me so excited for the first time ever. I not only dove into politics, but I registered Democrat. I wanted to support his campaign. I was all in. I mean, Internet, you know, I'm going to sign every petition for green everything and free everything and <laughs> socialized everything, not realizing, <laughs> you know, what was going yeah. on. Uh, but it, it got me excited about politics. So I decided to learn what was going on. You know, start looking into things, reading up, paying attention to the news and what's going on. And, you know, just being led around really at first uh, by what feels good. You know, hey, let's help yeah. everybody. We're America. Right. We, you know, we've got everything. Uh, we should give it to everybody else. We're lucky to have it. Uh, you know, we made all our money by, 
you know, I guess going after people for oil and being greedy and I don't know, I'll, I can't even tell you anymore, but all the stuff that, you know, we do that's wrong in the world, apparently. Um, but then I was lucky enough to go into business with a gentleman. Um, he's, uh, I guess what a lot of people call a Bible thumper for lack of a better term. Uh, but he's yep, very yep. religious, very political. Uh, and you know, we started talking about things and trying to see where we were at. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, for years we worked together. We'd have conversations about God, the Bible, politics, obviously from opposite sides, because I had to tell him how dumb he was. You know, he didn't know anything. <laughs> he was only 60 something. You know, yeah. me in my 30s, I knew everything. You know, I had all the answers. They were just so wrong and antiquated. I just, I don't know, carried on for quite a while. And I'm not even sure when it happened. But over time, we started seeing things and, you know, we were in business together. So, I guess running a business kind of helped because I'm starting to notice. I'm like, wait a minute, these things I'm voting for make it hard for me to make a living here. Like, I don't understand. Like it's not supposed to have that effect. So we just start digging deeper and deeper and going on. And at one point Dave stopped me and goes, how about let's stop everything else, cut it all out. I'm ask you a few questions. I was like, all right. He goes, what are your values? I'm like, what do you mean? You know, I mean, I just want to have a family, take care of them, make a good living, you know, help people out. It's like, all right. And I really wish I could remember. He had a series of questions. At the end of it, he goes, believe it or not, you're a conservative. I'm like, <laughs> no, that can't be. It's like, yep. And we start talking about it. And throughout a lot of this, actually, uh, I got a lot closer to God because not only did we talk politics, but we talked religion and everything. So it got me over. I realized I was a conservative, I guess. So I was like, oh, that's kind of doesn't make sense. I don't know what to do with this. So mm -hmm. I just started researching and trying to really figure out who I was. What did I believe? Like, what did Keith believe? Not what was I told to believe what I was told to do or what feels good or what's right. I just, like Dave said, let's cut everything else out. And what do you believe? And as I developed a lot of this, I just started realizing that my values really did line up with conservatives more so than anything. And more so than that, conservative values line up with God's values. So I really didn't see any other choice but to realize I was being lied to by the Democrats. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, um, so you have this change and your, you know, your mental attitude is not changed. I think the values have always been there. It's just like you're saying, you're kind of forced or tunneled into a certain way of believing based on your environment. And, you know, age had a lot to do with it. Same. I was the same way, you know, rebellious against everything. I knew everything and things that were going on. So it, by doing this change, how does that affect your environment now with, the, you know, your, your other family members, you know, your friends that you talk to, what kind of reaction uh, do they have and how do you, how did you react to, to that? Well, that it's kind of interesting because the friends that I had, you know, prior to any of this, you know, when I was super or well, thought I was liberal or, you know, just supporting liberal ideas, kind of fell by the wayside as I guess started getting closer to God and started doing things for myself 
to start being ready to have a family, to provide for a family, to be a husband worthy of being a husband, you know, all right. the kind of stuff. Cause I, right. I mean, I got started with my family late in life. Uh, you know, I'm 41, just had my first son earlier this year. And that I think was the real starting point of a lot of this that kind of got me going. Cause when my wife was pregnant with our son, I started really realizing I'm like, what, you know, on top of the mental change from, you know, learning this stuff on my own, I was like, well, what led me down that in the beginning? And I realized some of that was not having answers that I, I feel provided to me, you know, clearly. So I wanted to be able to give that to my son. So that's what led me even closer to God, closer to this. That's how I got involved in convention of States. Right. They're learning about the true history of the country, the constitution, finding out how involved God was in all of that, contrary to popular belief. And I don't know, it was just, it's one of those things. It's kind of like waking up from a dream and mm -hmm. I don't even remember too much what it was like before, but to your question about friends, as I started on this journey, they just fell away. Yeah. Um, yeah. We do have some close friends that are very upset about this. I feel there's certain things I try to bring to their attention just to say, Hey, this is true. Like, I don't like seeing you lie to, and they don't want to hear it. So, right. you know, my wife and so, I talked about this actually just today that they, they tend to not want to talk to us, but we want to talk to them. Right. Right. And that's right. the, that's a, I was going to say, that's the conservative value is mm -hmm. everybody has a voice and we should be able to debate and talk about issues without, you know, shutting everybody down and doing the different things associated with, you know, triggering people, you know, those kind of things. And I think we all have pretty much all of us have family members that are on the other side of the fence, that best way to explain it. And it's not bad being on the other side of the fence. If you understand the other side of the fence, that's the issue is they don't understand where they're at and the, the true you know, environment that they live in. And a lot of times like yourself, you're a business person, right? You're trying to raise a family. You're trying to do a business. And that was an impact. Mm -hmm. So you're going, wait a minute, the government, these people are trying to encroach on my life. This doesn't make any sense. And luckily you had individuals that you, that you were able to talk to and say, Hey, wait a minute. You know, the reason that you feel this way is because your values and what you believe in is not in the same arena that you're living in and it was basically an eye-opening experience well and to give a specific to something i think everybody can understand is you know as a new business owner back i started my business in i think 2006 2007 uh with one business partner we ended up splitting ways but you know he had a family i was by myself single but we had to get our own health insurance plan we searched around found me as a single guy paid $180 a month for a plan with a zero deductible healthcare plan. If anybody knows that, so you don't see that anymore. I had a like five, 10, $15 prescription plan. I mean, it was incredible to the point when I showed my dad who is retired military and he worked for the state retired from them has seen some really good health benefits over the years. It's like, we don't even get that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but then good old uh, Obamacare comes in. My plan, you know, keep your doctor, keep your plan, right. uh, turn into for a $4,000 deductible over $800 a month. And the actual plan doesn't even exist anymore. And that was a re that was actually one of the first eye openers as a like, wait a minute, what you say is not what plays out in reality.
Absolutely. And it was a crashing reality. And I think that's one of the reasons a lot of these leftists can stay leftist is they don't suffer anything. Right. Not trying to work for anything. Right. So when it's all free, what do you care? You yeah. Know, it's, it's just, there's no, there's no responsibility impact to your life when it's just given to you. You know, you, you, you don't have any pride in what you're doing and performing some type of production, you know, you're producing. And exactly. I believe God developed us to produce. Exactly. That's what he said. Yes, we're actually producing, right? Mm -hmm. That's how we honor God. We get up, we go to work, we make something, we be a good human being. I mean, we make this place better. And I, I think that's exactly why politicians don't care about us. They don't have to live by the mistakes they make. We're just a giant oh, ATM. And oh, we'll just tax you more. It's fine. We can pay for that. Yep. So what I want to talk about now is now that you understand your true values and you've placed yourself into a different environment, I think you've adjusted yourself. You understand what the environment is. You have now done something. You've joined the Convention of States. You're going out there and you're saying, okay, I understand what's going on, but I'm not just going to sit back, as the gunny would say, sit on my couch and eat my bonbons, right? I'm going to get out there and actually do something. What advice do you give to the listeners on how, how do you make that change? How do you make the adjustment saying going from, you know, this idea of everything's broken and I can just complain about it or I can actually do something. How do you make that step where you're where you're actually doing something about it? I mean, the best advice I can say is to honestly get out there and do something, but don't think you have to go out there and change the world. Get right. out of your neighborhood. Do something local. That is tangible. It is real. It is on a smaller scale, but it's way more important. The one beauty of the way this entire country was designed is bottom up. We, the people, are the power. We have to realize that we're not fighting the government. We're just standing up to teach them their lesson. But, it, you know, we, the people, have to do that. So get out, talk to your neighbors, talk to stop listening to the news, stop watching social media, put all the electronics down, get outside the old fashioned way, eye to eye contact, shake hands, give hugs. Just know your neighbor, get involved in your community or something that's important to you. And any local organization is going to be more than happy for anybody who says they want to do something. And oh, absolutely. I think you just start there. And to me, it's contagious. It's just, I don't know how somebody could not want to do something being that it does take everybody. And I think a big realization has to be like the reason this country is where it is, no matter which side of the aisle you're on or what problems you think we have, the end of the day, we the people are the reason it happened. We were yes. sleeping at the wheel. So we need to get up. We need to get out. We need to engage that what it was designed for. We need to stop thinking that the guy next door is going to take care of it for us. Oh, I slept in today and he shoveled my driveway again. You know, just get out, do it yourself, do what you can. I mean, just anything, just throw a smile at somebody. It doesn't take much. I mean, no, absolutely. You're, you're correct. It's, it's going to have to come from internal within our states and our local environment. The states have the power. 
they actually have the true political power of this country. The federal government comes down with a law and says X, Y, Z. The states have the actual power to say, nope, we're not going to do that. That's very seldomly done. It, it is done, but it's very seldomly done. Give you a, a good example. Texas is dealing with this mass of immigrants that are coming across. And Joe Biden and, you know, supporting all of this that's going, that, that's happening, they can't handle taking care of and, and giving these people vaccines and all that kind of stuff from a federal standpoint. So they've reached back to the state of Texas and said, hey, we need your help, you know, and, and let us use your FEMA people in your state to take care of all these immigrants. And the governor Abbott of Texas said, ain't going to happen. And he's absolutely correct. This immigration thing is a federal issue. It's not a, quote, state issue. So the state can push back on it. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's telling the federal government that you're reaching into a place that you don't have a responsibility to reach. And the only place that we can find that is in the Constitution. If you don't abide by the Constitution, then they think on their end of the table, right, that they're right, but they're not if they don't abide and care about the Constitution. So this is a prime example of how we and you are, are getting out there and being aware and standing up for your state, standing up for your local community, because the more of us that come together, like you said, doesn't matter what your political views is. If you don't want your taxes to go sky high and can't afford medical, you know, those kind of things, uh, just sit, sit down and do nothing. It will happen and it's going to happen and it's happening, you know, so. Absolutely. I mean, I, the best I can tell people, and I was even thinking about this while you're sitting there talking, like even smaller than getting involved in an outside organization, speak up in front of your friends, speak your mind. I mean, have a open dialogue. Don't say what you think is going to make them happy. Cause I think everybody would be surprised that when you speak from the heart, how many people agree, because Again, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I think everybody wants the same things. I want to have a family. I want to take care of them or be able to provide for them. I want them to be safe and secure. And I think that's where we all need to start from. I would tell anybody, shut off social media and the news for one week. And during that week, sit with who's important to you and come out what is important to you. And then start looking at who gives you that and who makes that decision better. I mean, do you want the guy down the street making a decision for your family or a guy in another state making a decision for your family? Or do you want to make that decision for your family? That's 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 we the people at its best. I, cu I couldn't say it any better than exactly what you're saying, Keith, is we are the ones. Mm -hmm. Not. It's kind of interesting. Just a few weeks ago, I found out through research, reading, mm -hmm. that you as an American citizen, according to the federal government and the constitution, right? We do not have a right to vote in the constitution as a federal controlled environment. So in other words, we don't have protection by the federal government saying, I have to vote or you have to make me vote, those kind of things.
what the federal government can do and what they have done is protect you to be able to vote, saying you can't limit a person to being able to vote. However, in the states, your right to vote actually exists in the state that you live in. That's where the real rights of the people are, not in the federal government. So the federal government can never come down and say, you don't have a right to vote. Well, the federal government was created by the states with the consent of the people, right. not the federal government created the states and so on down the road. And I think that's one thing that's lost. And this is why it's so important to understand our true history and how everything came because the founding fathers, they went through it all. They deliberated for a long, long time on how to write this constitution, how to do it. I mean, figure there's what 45, 50 founding fathers, something like that. And they all yeah. had to agree. And then you go back to the States to agree. And we know from convention of States, how hard that is to do. And I just, I, we have to know where it came from. I think big part of the problem is education. We've stripped down our knowledge um, because one of the things I want to do is read the federalist papers, you know, the founding mm -hmm. fathers and people talking for, and the anti-federalist papers, both sides of the event, which were printed in the newspaper. And the one thing somebody said is make sure you have a dictionary there when you go to read it, because you're going to need it about a hundred times for the first page. And that was what the average uneducated American farmer who only had a Bible in their house could understand that we, the people right now, college graduates, doctorates probably have no idea what they're saying or talking about. Absolutely. We need to understand that we have set the bar too low for ourselves and what we're capable of is way more than we give ourselves credit for, which is why we need to depend on us and not the government. That's absolutely correct. So I want to thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I know how valuable it is and what you're doing with the convention of states is, is amazing. You're, you're that normal citizen. You know, you're you're not running for some political office so you can get elected into the convention of states. You're educating yourself. You're realizing the situation that we're in. And I thank you for sharing your your incredible story. I know there's many like you out there. I know they are. They're just they're not talking and telling the truth to the people that need to hear it. You know, their friends and, you know, say, well, I used to be this, but now I'm this because of these particular reasons. But I have to agree with what you're saying. You always had these values. You just realized they were being taken away from you. You realized that you could not be the citizen and the father and the breadwinner that you thought you could do underneath uh, the what, what I call the crushing debt and the, and the crushing corruption of the federal government. So thank you very much. I appreciate your time. and. And if there's uh, anything that you want to say to the listeners, you know, last comments is up to you. All right. Well, thank you, bud, for having me. I appreciate it. This is a great podcast. Uh, hopefully the people will go to conventionofstates.com and check out what we're about, but that's not what this podcast is here today. All I really want to say is I think people just, please don't be afraid to open up your, you know, your mind and your mouth and talk to people respectfully. Um, and just you'd be surprised what you can hear if you listen. So. Awesome, brother. I appreciate it. Have a great evening. And thank you so much for your time. And share the podcast, guys. Get out there. 
let people know that the gunny's here and we're not going to stop until we get our country back. Have a great day, Keith. <laughs> you too. Simplify, as you can see, Keith Barber is a great patriot that understood what his values really mean. And he had a conniption or whatever you want to call it, a change of heart from a political view that the government is not in line with his values. That's what's important to every citizen. If we believe in America and we believe in freedom and the liberties that the four founders presented to us as citizens in America, then tyranny must be stopped. We cannot allow the communists to take over this country and prevent you as a citizen of making up your own life and your own future. That's how simple this is. Tyranny destroys individuals' abilities to determine where they want to go, where they want to be, and how they want to live their life. Stand up, show up, and speak up. Never stop fighting for the liberties that was given to you by God. Through the Constitution of the United States, talk to your friends, have conversations, try to get an absolute positive message to the people that are lost in this tyranny and communist world. Share the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. This is The Gunny. Out.